Amen. Amen. God bless you, sir. Amen. Praise the Lord. God is an awesome God. He reigns in heaven and earth with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Amen. Amen. If you know that you got the victory, give God some praise right now. My God, I got the victory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Call a neighbor, call a friend, let them know that Yes Lord Ministries is now on the air. Amen. I got the victory. I feel like a praise break right there. Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much, Elder Shonda Brown and Pastor Will Brown for that rendition. Amen. We praise God. Amen. Because we got the victory. Amen. As Pastor Bondell stated, yes. Oh, glory to God. Let's give God some praise right now. My God, I believe that somebody's going to get a miracle today. Amen. Oh, God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You know what you put in the chat. I know it's me. Amen. Because I got the victory. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. We give honor to God, who's the head of our life, to his son, Jesus Christ, to the precious Holy Spirit. Amen. We thank God for Apostle Mamie Torrey, Pastor Stephen Torrey, Pastor Hector Cassandra Ford. Amen. Pastor Carolyn Doherty, Pastor Vondell Scott. Amen. All of our ministers, you, the precious people of God, those that are first-time visitors, amen, we greet you in the precious name of Jesus. That's right, it's Yes Lord Ministries, amen, glory to your name, God, we give you praise right now, amen, 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 hallelujah, I'm getting excited because this is a special month, amen, I just love God, amen, this is the day that the Lord has made, we will rejoice Oh, my God. Yeah, glory to God and be glad in it. Oh, my God. You ready for a word today? Amen. Get your Bibles, if you would. Let's go to the book of Matthew, chapter 14. And we want to look at verses 24 through 33. Matthew, chapter 14, verses 24 through 33. I'll be reading out of the King James Version, so just in case... You have a different translation. At least you know we're on the same block. Amen. There is, you'll find in my Bible, I read it this way. In King James, it says, But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him, Walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. Verse 27, But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I. Be not afraid. And Peter answered in verse 28 and said, Lord, if it be thou bid me, command me to come unto thee on the water. Verse 29, and he said, Come, amen. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried, saying, Lord, save me. Verse 31, 
Oh my God, immediately, somebody ought to put in the comments, immediately, Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? Verse 32, and when they were coming to the ship, the wind ceased. Verse 33, and then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying of a truth, thou art the son of God. I want to go back to verse, amen, verse 30, amen. And when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And I want to talk with you in the time that's allotted to me from this subject, trusting Jesus in the midst of the storms. Trusting Jesus in the midst of the storm. I want you to touch and agree with me on these several things. The result of our reading his written word, hearing his spoken word, and receiving the rhema word, we should now begin to experience the manifested word and enjoy the fruits, the prosperity, success, the victory, the protection of his word in Jesus' name. Would you lift your hands before the Lord and say, Lord Jesus, as your servant has decreed and declared, be it so in Jesus' name. Give him a praise because he's going to do just that. Trusting Jesus in the midst of a storm. Amen. And so the backdrop of this lesson here, it talks about Jesus walking on water, the miracles of Jesus uh, walking on water, calming the storm, where a double demonstration of Jesus' power over nature. Matthew and Mark highlighted the effects of these miracles on those who witnessed them. When you look at the earlier verses, like verse 22, it says, soon as the crowd had been fed and the disciples picked up the scraps, Jesus immediately got his disciples and the crowd moving. His sudden desire to dismiss the crowd and send the disciples off in their boat is explained in John's gospel. But upon seeing them participating in the miracle of multiplied loaves, my God, my God, I don't know who this lesson for, but I want to encourage you to let you know that even if you are experiencing doubt and drought, God is giving a response. Glory to your name, God. God's giving me to respond because when you look at that text and in, in, in the scripture in verse in chapter 14, you find that there were over 4,000 people and Jesus challenged his disciples and said, uh, don't let them go home hungry. My God, my God, don't let them go home hungry. And they said, how, how? Y'all ever been faced with a question, a dilemma, a situation that you didn't think you can handle? And here it is that God positioned the disciples to teach us a learning lesson, a principle that God can is the God of increase. My God. And so here, before the crowd could become an unruly mob, Jesus sent the disciples back into the boat and sent the people home. Oh my God. And Jesus went up to the hills by himself to pray. And that's another thing that Jesus shares with us because those of us that may be involved in some aspect of ministry, 
Yes, we thank God for the preach word. Yes, God, we thank God for the worship. Yes, God, we thank God for the prayer ministry and all and the teaching ministry. But after we are used of God and the anointing has uh, been upon us for that particular assignment, Jesus leads by demonstration because he had just done a miraculous miracle of feeding the 4,000 plus people because uh, the scripture says that he fed the multitude with five loaves, seven loaves rather, and two fish in this text here. And they yet, oh my God, I pray your faith is increased today. They yet had seven baskets full. Y'all better come on here. Seven baskets full. Can I speak life to somebody today to let you know it doesn't matter what your current situation look like, Jesus can speak life. Mm, my God. And so here, the scripture states that how that Jesus, uh, they um, had gone off to pray. And so his desire that he do may not have surprised disciples who departed in the boat as instructed, because he told them, he said, I want you to go into the boat and just launch out into the deep. Mm, my God, that's a word for somebody right there. And so the disciples had left some time before sunset. So by the time night fell, they were far away from land. They got into trouble, however. Why? They were facing strong wind and heavy waves. Let me say that one more time. They were facing strong wind and heavy waves. And at least the last time this happened, Jesus had been in the boat with them in Mark chapter 8, verses 23 and 27. This time, Jesus was alone on the land and the disciples were left to fend for themselves. So, or so they thought against another raging storm. Anybody ever had a situation that you were dealing with and looked like before that was over or after that had concluded? Here comes another situation. You're like, oh my God, how can I handle all of this? Is anybody with me here? And so from the evening until about three o'clock in the morning, the disciples had been on the sea and, and, and here much of that time fighting a strong wind and high waves. But Jesus, my God, some ought to say he may not come when you want him, but they used to sing the song. He may not come when you want him, but he's never late. He's always on time. Jesus came to them walking on the water. That's right. Somebody need to put in the comments, Jesus is an on-time God. My God, yes, he is. And so the Old Testament often describes God's control over the seas, but Jesus walking on the sea was unmistakable picture of his divine identity and power. As you look in the book of Job, chapter 9, verse 8, 38, verse 16, and Psalm 77, 19, and Isaiah 43, 16. Uh, these are just references to show you the awesomeness and the potency of the God that we serve. Can I pause for station identification to let you know there is Akalalabusha. There is no other God that can do like our God. There is no one that can brag on their God. There is no one that could truthfully boast on their God that he's a healer, he's a deliverer, he's a savior, he's a provider, he's a sustainer, he's a keeper, he's a protector, he's our God, he's our God. My God, somebody ought to give God a praise right there. So the disciples 
they were battling exhaustion even before they got into the boat to head back across the lake. But their anticipated rest in a solitary place had been interrupted by the crowds. My God, they thought they was going to have some alone time with Jesus. Y'all ever been there? You had planned to fast. You had planned to pray. You had just wanted to lay before the Lord. And there come some distractions. There come some disruptions. There come some things that want to prevent you from your quiet time and time of peace with God. Uh, but I'm getting ready to encourage you today uh, through the word of God uh, that though they had been battling the buffeting winds for some time, but suddenly in the pre-dawn mist, Jesus came walking toward them on the water. They reacted in terror. This is so amazing when you read the scripture and you ask yourself the question, why is it that they spent so much time with Jesus? They were in crusades with Jesus. They were in revivals with Jesus. They were in conferences with Jesus. They were in teaching moments with Jesus. But yet, when they get to this point in their ministry and in their life, it was difficult for them to discern Jesus. My God, is there anybody that's listening today? But Jesus called out to his disciples over the storm. Mm, my God, can I say that one more time? Jesus called out to his disciples over the storm, telling them, don't, hey, be afraid. The little ready reading here, for I am here. Oh my God, I am is the same as saying I am is here. I am your God. I am here in Exodus chapter 3, verse 14. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 4, Jesus said, I am my God. He, they, he came with an unexpected help and encouragement during the disciples' time of desperate need. Is there anybody listening uh, that had ever seen Jesus come through for you on time? Uh, Jesus came for you, my God, and he showed up right in the nick of time my god uh, can you put it in the comments that jesus showed up my god and there was their need was real their fear was real but in the presence of jesus fear can be dismissed uh, peter was not putting jesus to the test something we are told not to do but verse 4 chapter 14 verse 7 but instead he was the only one on the boat uh, who reacted in faith, his impulsive request to also walk on the water led him to experience a rather unusual demonstration of God's power. Jesus' presence in the storm caused Peter to exercise a fearless faith. Can I talk to somebody today? But notice that he did not only a soul with Jesus, he said, but Jesus said, commanded him to come. He said, come, my God. It's when you get in alignment with God, when you're going through a circumstance, when you're encountering a situation, you can call on the name of Jesus. The older saints used to sing this song. I miss a lot of these songs. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we have the victory who can stand against us 
when we call on that great name, Jesus, my God, I'm getting excited here because there's power in the name. Oh, my God. Didn't they used to sing a song, if you call on Jesus, he will answer prayer? See, a lot of these young folks don't know about that today. But if you do call on Jesus, he will answer prayer. If you call on Jesus, he will answer prayer. If you call on Jesus, he will answer prayer. And then the mothers would say, if you call him like you mean it, he will answer prayer. If you call him like you mean it, he will answer prayer. My God, I'm getting excited here. And so here we find that Peter, he asked him, he said, Lord, if this you bid me command, the word bid means command me. In other words, give me direction. There are times that when you're going through a storm, you need to say, God, instead of pulling out your hair, instead of going in and be frazzled uh, in your psyche, uh, you need to begin to call on the name of Jesus. Uh, even though a storm uh, may want to discourage you, a storm uh, may want to speak into your ear gate and say, God, don't hear you, but I want you to denounce the enemy right now and let them know that God hears me. He said, I can call him and he will answer me and show me great and mighty things to come, which I know not of. So we move in faith in what God has called us to. It does not negate the fact that we are moving into the unknown of the equation that we are moving with the known going to the unknown what are you saying preacher i'm saying that when you're walking by faith sometimes you don't always see the way but you're trusting god and if god is giving you the instructions if god is giving you the direction and you know it's god just trust him. He's going to make a way because this lesson shares with us that in reaching the intended purpose, why am I going through? Can I answer that for somebody that while you are going through something, God is designing and redefining your purpose. Oh, my God, my God. I said God is redesigning and redefining your purpose. Because some things, truth be told, what we are going through, we may not always understand. Oh, glory to God. But we got to stand on the promises of God's word and not the premises of our situation. Because here in the text, Peter's faith was strong enough to trust that he could walk on water. I know there's a lot of theological debates talking about he never walked on water. Well, listen, I beg to differ with you because if your faith is not at that level, you just believe at the level you can comprehend. But I've seen God do some amazing things. So my faith I can attest with Peter here that God yet works miracles. Oh, my God. And so here, but when he realized that he was in a terrifying storm, his faith wavered. 
Oh, come on now. Don't talk about Peter. No, don't say, oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, Peter was supposed to be all mouthy and all of that. Hold on, time out. I don't care what your title is. I don't care what you gift you walk in. But listen, there come times where your faith will get tested. Notice what I said. Your faith will get tested. Well, I, I, I don't understand why. Well, hold time out. How many recall when you went to school? I don't care whether it was elementary, uh, it, it was uh, uh, a ju junior high, high school, college, uh, higher academia. You, you, there were moments that you had to take what is called a T-E-S-T, -E test. My God, come on here. Your test was determined how much of the information you actually retained. Am I talking to anybody? So when we get a test during our faith, uh, when we get a test during our faith walk, uh, it's only to help us to uh, understand uh, how much of what we believe God can do and who he is that we actually retain. Am I talking to anybody's here? Even though Peter's faith, his faltering faith, we can see the path of discipleship what are you saying jesus is teaching us a moment for us through peter's encounter we have to exercise faith to have power am i talking to anybody here but often we stumble and fail to grasp it fully but when faith peter's faith faulted here's what he did and he encourages and admonishes us to do the same he reached out to jesus the only one can help you can't call and depend on a pseudo god, a false god. Go to witchcraft and hoodoos and the voodoos and psychics. No, you can't read your horoscope and think you're gonna get your answer from God. That's ways of the devil. God don't need no trickery or no manipulation and those kind of tactics from the spirit world to try to give you instructions. I don't know who I'm talking to today that this is relevant for, but I want to encourage you to let you know that you can go to God in prayer. You, he said, call me and I will answer you and I'll show you great and mighty things to come, which you know not of because you need to trust Jesus in the midst of the storms. And when you are apprehensive about the troubles around you, and doubt Christ's presence of, or ability to help. Remember to put your eyes on Jesus. Am I talking to somebody here today? In verse 31, the scripture says that Jesus' immediate response showed Peter that divine undergirding and power are present in the times of testing. I thought about Psalms 23, where David said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Oh my God, he restoreth my soul. He said, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. What are you saying, preacher? 
ever will look like if it ever comes to a point and there are junctures in your life where sometimes you may question your salvation you may question your relationship with god i understand there are some people who maybe never encountered that because maybe their walk with god is a little different but i tell you every time you go to another level it requires you to learn god at that level am i talking to anybody here and so here we find that Jesus grabbed Peter, saving him from drowning in the waves. Because why is this essential and of most importance to you? Because Jesus won't allow you to sink and drown with him around. Oh my God. Peter had taken his eyes off Christ and was focusing instead on the situation. But Jesus questioned focus on why Peter allowed the wind and the waves to overwhelm his, his faith. He momentarily despaired and began to sink. His doubt became his downfall. What am I saying? I'm saying here to let you know that Jesus asked a pertinent question. He said, why did you doubt? Why did you fear? Why did you go into disbelief knowing that I called you out here? my god i don't know who this is relevant for but i want to encourage you today that if god called you to ministry if god called you to business if god called you to teaching as god called you to a family i want you to know that the same god that called you is the same god that can sustain you Am I helping anybody here? Oh, my God, my God, my God. I'm talking about there's a purpose for your life. My God, let me read this to you here. Oh, my God, here. There was a man uh, that, that somebody state this in this story said, your walk tells. It said that man must have been in the army or in military school. I said to a friend once, Yes, he said, how did you know? He said, by the way he walked. You can tell that some people have been with Jesus by the way they walk. Watch this now. And so as I get ready to close, I want to get you these verses here that we have to exercise our faith to have power. My God, watch this now. And so verse 31, Jesus grabbed him and showed him and he asked the question, why did you doubt? And, and, and so here's what's so amazing about Jesus, that while Peter was going through his dilemma, while Peter was in looked like a chaotic situation, Jesus, while he was working on Peter, he never allowed nobody else to see what he was doing, but they only saw the results of him being with Jesus. They know that he was going towards Jesus. What am I saying here? That God won't allow you to be embarrassed. Woo, my God. Because I thought about Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And sometimes during those moments, while we're under the shadow of the Almighty, God is preparing us. God is working on us. 
God is instructing us. God is delivering us. God is anointing us. God, hey, he's given us increase and he's tuning up our faith so that when we go back to do ministry, we're walking with a confidence, knowing that we got a purpose in God, know that we got ministry in God, know that God has called us to the marketplace, know that God has called us to the internet educational platform. I know that God has called us to the place of government. I want you to walk in that confidence of knowing that you can go with God. And so when Peter and Jesus came back, the scripture says that the wind ceased once they got back on the ship. Oh my God. Once they started walking back. But here's the amazing things. And I want you to understand in this verse 32, the scripture says that and Jesus and Peter then climbed back into the boat with the rest of the disciples. Then as they occurred once before, the disciples had experienced another song, the wind stopped. Jesus had revealed to them that his complete mastery over nature. But verse 33 is the verse I want here. The disciples' declaration, you really are the son of God. Oh, my God. Listen, that's it right there, right there. Right there. You really are the son of God indicates a progression in faith. While the disciples worshiped him, they still had much to learn about who Jesus was and what he had come to do. The culture we are called to minister will be different for each ministry. The boat in this lesson signifies the vehicle or mode of transportation to get you to the location where Jesus would meet you. However, you must be willing to go to the place where Jesus is. None of the others, my God, none of the other disciples who were on the boat were willing to go except Peter to Jesus. In other words, Peter was the only one that allowed Jesus uh, to stretch his faith, to increase his faith. So what am I saying? Yes, you thought that what you were going through was just about you. Ah, no, 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 no. I know you think you all of that in a bag of chips. No, sometimes the things we go through, God uses us as an example and a demonstration for others that their faith can be increased, that they can be encouraged to know that when a man or woman walks with God, uh, they become amazing. Mm. My God, they become amazing. I share this with you as I get ready to close. It talks about the rules for being amazing by Robin Sharma said, risk more than is required. They learn more than is a normal. They be strong, show courage, breathe, excel, love, lead, speak your truth, live your values, laugh, cry, innovate, simplify, adore mastery, release mediocrity, aim for genius, stay humble, be kinder than expector, Deliver more than is needed. Exude passion. Shatter your limits. Transcend your fears. Inspire others by your bigness. Dream big. 
but start small. Act now. Don't stop. Change the world. What am I saying? When you look at that text, as I get ready to close, Peter was the one that Jesus gave the keys to the kingdom of God. In other words, he said, Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. What am I saying? That God is equipping you in the storm. God is developing you in the storm. God is making you in the storm. My God, uh, that when you come out, uh, you can come with your hands lifted up. Uh, oh, my God, uh, I trust in thee. Uh, let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. For great is the Lord. Uh, he's greatly to be praised. Uh, for the name of the Lord our God is a strong tower. Uh, the righteous run unto it and are saved. Uh, what are you saying, preacher? Uh, I'm saying that the word of God, uh, when you trust God in your storm, uh, oh my God, uh, and your faith is increased, uh, the word of God becomes more potent to you. The word of God comes more alive to you. You can stand on what God says. He said, I've spoken it once. I've spoken it twice. Can I not bring this thing to pass? I want to encourage somebody on today that need a miracle, that need a healing, that need a breakthrough, that need finances, that our God is an awesome God. Don't go by what you hear only in the media, but go by the word of God. For in the word of God, there is life, oh my God, and abundant living. God wants you to be prosperous. God wants you to be blessed. God wants you to walk in divine favor and supernatural overflow. Are you with me? I'm talking about trusting God in the midst of a storm. Yeah, anybody can praise him when you got things together. Anybody can praise him when you have all the money you want. Anybody can praise him when you got a roof over your head. Anybody can praise him easily. Oh my God, when you got a car to drive. Anybody can praise him easy when you working where you want to, when you got the loved ones around you that you care so much about. But when you going through Woo, my God, if you can praise him in the midst of your storm, my God, your dance gets sweeter. Your praise gets louder. Your shout gets, woo, my God, I feel a praise right there. We need to give God praise. What am I talking about? Yes, what we're going through. It seems like the world is in chaos, but I want to encourage you. It's not predicated on the White House. It's not predicated on the State House, but it's predicated in your house. 
my God. Listen, I wish I could stay here longer with you, but my time is out. I want you to trust God in the midst of a storm. Decree this week, declare this week, starting with the day, I serve the living God. I serve a God that sits high, looks low, and holds the wealth of the world in his hand. There's no God like my God. Decree and declare, I am victorious. I am a winner. I am winning right now. Say your I am's this week. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed coming in and I'm blessed going out. And nations call me blessed, my God. I decree and declare, I prophesy to somebody today that you're gonna walk in your destiny. You're gonna fulfill the purpose, plan, and destiny that God has for your life. Sometimes you gotta shake yourself. Oh my God, release the doubt, release the negativity, release the bad words that people may have spoken against you. Denounce right now any sins in your life, decree and declare, I am the righteousness of God. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am a designer's original. I'm blessed, <laughs> and I'm better than blessed. Hey, every need in my life is met, exceeding and abundantly above all I can ask or even think of. The enemy may come at you one way, but the word of God says, he, when he comes at you one way, he has to flee seven ways. Oh, my God. Somebody ought to give him a praise. Somebody ought to give God the glory. Somebody ought to give God the honor. I'm trusting God in the midst of a storm. What comes my way, whatever be tied, God will provide. God will make a way out of no way. I don't know who I'm encouraging today, but I want you to lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. He is. He is the king of glory. My God, whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're working on, God is working through you. And the stuff you can't fix or handle, turn it to God. That's right. Don't be God. Turn it over to God. Well, my time is up. I got to go. But I want to pray with you today. Perhaps there's a man, a woman, boy, girl said, preacher, I, I, I got you. I got you. But what do I need to do to get my life to Jesus? What do I need to do to come back to Jesus? I want to pray with you right now because God is an awesome God. Would you just lift your hands right where you are? Repeat these words with me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for speaking to my heart today, encouraging me that I can trust you in the midst of a storm 
I ask you, Jesus, to come into my heart and to forgive me of every one of my sins. Cleanse me, Jesus. Wash me. Make me whole. I want to have that assurance that I can always be with you and you will always be with me. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for my sins, but rising on the third day, giving me victory, giving me hope and a new opportunity in life. I believe in my heart. I confess with my mouth that today, right now, I am saved. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. You prayed that prayer. You believe God. You trust God. Listen right into our ministry. You can send us an email at events at ylnconnect.org. It's right there on the screen for you, and it's posted for you. Or you can download our mobile app, Yes Lord Ministries, our mobile app, and respond that way. And our ministry can make certain that you get some resources uh, to help you in your walk with God. And not only just send you resources, but you can find out those times, teaching times, the ministry times where you can learn more about your walk with God. We want to let you know, we, we let us be your church. That's, I just say it like it is. Let us be your church. Amen. Where we can work with you and, and discover the gifts that God has invested into you because there's greatness on the inside of you. I believe in you. God does too. Now, how about you? My God, listen, my time is out. Listen, support our ministry. We appreciate you. You are so awesome, so amazing. We thank you for joining and invite others. Share this lesson with somebody. Listen to it again. Amen. To just, just allow God to minister to you. We love to hear how this message has empowered you on this week. Amen. We love you. Thank God for you. Back into your hands, Pastor Vondell Scott. Amen. God bless. Partner with YLM Financially using the following methods. Text giving. Text GIVE to 1-844-948-3895. GiveLify. Search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kenilworth, New Jersey. Our website. Visit www.ylmconnect.org and click Donate. Cash App. Dollar sign yes Lord M. Mail checks or money orders to Yes Lord Ministries, P.O. Box 425, Union, New Jersey, 07083. You're invited to our Sunday morning virtual worship experience at 8.30 a.m. Every Sunday night at 6.30 p.m., join us for our Sunday night Ignite service. Every Wednesday morning from 5.30 a.m. to 5.45 a.m., Join us for corporate prayer. Our calling number is 716-427-1096. And the access code is 172268-POUND. Every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m., join us for Spread the Bread Bible Study as we dive into the Word of God. Subscribe to our podcast, YLM Sermon of the Week, on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. On behalf of our senior leaders, Apostle Willie Talbert, Apostle Mamie S. Talbert, Lead Pastor Steve Talbert, and the Yes Lord Ministries Church family, thank you for joining us and welcome home.